Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We definitely have some challenges. We do. It's important that every dollar we spend, we spend it wisely. That it's not on a guy that uh, he didn't pan out. Because I don't know that we're going to be able to have some spare. You know what? Let's take two and a half million, take a shot on this guy if we put two and a half million in, he better help us win. Brandon Bean today, if you missed the Bills GM or the head coach in their season-ending press conferences, check out those at WGR550.com or find us on the Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. Mike Schoep and the Bulldog here, Sal Capaccio in half an hour, Ross Tucker at five, still reeling from Sunday's loss while also... Uh, talking about the future, and like it's just so abrupt, you know. It's not nothing new. Certainly for us, it's not anything new. But you go from what time was it when the Bills came out of the huddle at the two-minute warning to right now? I mean, it's just anyway. Yeah. W- what am I telling you that you don't already know? Not not much. Let's go to Andre here. Hi, Andre. Hey, how you doing, fellas? Good, thank, thank you. you for taking my call. Um, long-time listener, and I've been on the air a few times. Bulldog, here we are again. Uh, you probably don't remember <laughs> several years ago, and, you know, we certainly didn't make the playoffs that year, but I was suggesting, you know, we needed a wide receiver, and I was like, hey, how about that Mike Evans kid? And, <laughs> you know, you were like, yeah, 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 he could jump out the gym. <laughs> but anyway, I just wanted to share um, – this possibility, I don't know if it's, you know, something that can happen. Uh, we could maybe put together a trade package, get rid of digs, and move up, make a big splash like we did with Sammy Watkins the, the one year. We didn't have the quarterback, but, I mean, Marvin Harrison Jr. with Josh. Oof. Oof. Forget <laughs> it. I know that's wishful thinking, but you got the kid uh, Brian Thomas from LSU. He could come in and play right away, big boy, 6'4", and then obviously the Mitchell kid from Texas. Um, I think we definitely need to go uh, big boy, get an immediate impact wide receiver in the draft, somebody that could come in like Jamar Chase did, make an immediate impact. But, I mean, once again, if we were able to get somebody, a Marvin Harrison Jr. or like, you know, even a Thomas kid, LSU, or Mitchell, I think we'll be in good shape. Okay. But is that a possibility to package maybe dig no. and move up, or that would be a little too much? You're not getting to Marvin Harrison. 
Um, but there are supposed to be a half dozen or more first-round quality receivers, and the Bills probably will be in a position, even if there, it does involve a trade, a much more modest trade than that, uh, to do that. I, I don't see trading digs. I mean, the only way it's it's bad money, and really, like it's a big sacrifice for as much as his production diminished. I, I think it probably is. It's funny you mentioned Evans in this context because Evans was kind of written off by some this year because of his age, and he was fine. I mean, he had a really good season again, like he always does. So I, I don't think trading digs is the play. The only way you're doing that if you're is, is if you're in such a disadvantage. Uh, position disadvantageous position with him where he just like will not play for you somehow if it gets really ugly then you might end up but that's a that's a big problem right like that's not what you would expect and and i i think you know while you'd be getting a a, a, a you know a rookie uh you're creating more problems financially with dead money like um i i just and at his age i think it's very hard like the bills gave up a first round pick to acquire him, what are we talking about? Five years ago now already, right? Four years 2020. ago? 2020. Okay. Um, you know, four years older, uh, you know, 30 plus, th- that's not as appealing at his price tag. Like that, That's where, you know, that t- sort of asset begins to diminish for you. The marketability of, of that player, his value on the trade market is diminished because he's carrying the big contract from how great he's been, and he's at an age where you start to worry about the cliff. And so I don't think the signs of the cliff, the production dipped dramatically. There's just no arguing that. I'm thinking of our conversation with Matt Harmon from Reception Perception, like right near the end of the regular season. This is a guy that studies receivers, okay? And he said, like, Diggs is still doing everything Diggs has always done. There's not a diminished player there yet. Uh, That doesn't mean there won't be by next October, Okay, but as of now, like that's not one expert's opinion on why the production dipped. So, and, and, and that's all that is. Right. I like Matt a lot too. Like that's all that it's is. It's one though. person's opinion. Yeah, we so, we might expect to hear different opinions on that over the course of the yeah, offseason. Perhaps. But add it all up and I just don't I I don't see them 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 doing that. Um I think the move is to add someone, get the best guy you can within reason that doesn't involve, you know, moving up to, you know, Marvin Harrison Jr. is going to be the first non-quarterback maybe off the board. He'll be picked in the top two probably. Top three for sure, I think, Harrison. Uh, Micah Hyde's wife has posted a love letter to Buffalo Mm. on Instagram that's being shared, I think maybe in the last 15 minutes or so. Basically, this, this is their goodbye. And it's just about how much fun they've had. Okay. And how special they think being a member of the Bills has been for Micah and the community as well. So it's not exactly a retirement announcement. It's not a. Re- it's not. It's her, not him, yep. and it's not a retirement announcement. But it's clearly they expect to not be with the Th- Bills. Thanks, thanks, thanks for all the love. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, he, you know, love you right back. I mean, Hyde yeah. was a great player. He was on our show for a season. Was it two or one? Every every week where Eric Wood slots right. in now. And those were usually really interesting chats with him. I know like Sal talks that way about Hyde mm-hmm. and just how he uh, he's just interesting yeah. as well as a better great Yeah, player. I enjoyed that. I mean, we've loved Eric and have had a relationship with, with him for many, many years going back, of course, to his playing days. But, yeah, I liked, I liked Micah Hyde plenty. 
Uh, I don't remember if it was two seasons or one either now that you mentioned mm. it. But anyway, I enjoyed it. I Yeah, I, and I, for real, like when a part of the process for me of dealing with this, um, again, like I don't know these people personally, even though we had that relationship on the air with Micah Hyde. Um, like I, I've, I've loved him playing for the bills. Like he and Poyer is such a cool story. They, you know, they're like the first two free agents McDermott goes and gets, they turn into this like monster tandem at that position and have been, you know, really at the back end of that defense the whole time. And so, you know, it's not a lifetime. It's, you know, as it turns out, it's, you know, from 2017 to now, at least for Hyde. Um, but it, it's always sort of – it's just a little heartbreaking when guys that have given that much and you know that they're that, that it means a lot to them and they've been supported by the community and they have supported the community themselves in numerous ways, both of those guys, lots of guys on the team, but those two guys, Micah High with the big charity softball game every year. Right. Um, it, 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 you know, it, it bums me out, to put it lightly, when guys like that are done. All good things. Here is Rich next. Hi, Rich. Hey, how you doing, guys? Good, thanks. Um, just, I just got an opinion here, and then I have a question that you guys can reflect on. I'll hang up and listen. Um, I really think that this is a, a, a team that improved this year. They, they didn't go backwards. They made it as far as they made it um, consistently for the last four years. <clears throat> and they did it with a you know, defense that was on the fourth and fifth line. And the winning streak at the end was definitely showing that they have the stamina to keep winning. Now, my question for you guys is, at what point, in my opinion, do you hand the reins off to Josh Allen? Should it have been right then at the end of the game where Brady just said, you know what, Josh, I'm putting down the mic. You're there on the 20-whatever-yard line it was, first down, do what you do, and let him win that game. So I'll hang up and listen, guys. I really don't know what that's what that's asking. Like, there's always a coach and a, and the, the coach and the player, the coach and the quarterback, and it sounds like you want basically Brady to quit for the day when there's two minutes left or something and that, you know, Allen would have scored, but because he didn't quit, Brady didn't quit. They didn't score. I just, I really can't make sense of that. Uh, they're, they're going to either have Joe Brady again, or they'll have someone new. And of course that person's interaction with the quarterback is vital. It's vitally important. It, it seemed to be that connection, that communication maybe went sideways with Dorsey and it might maybe, maybe helped cost him his job. But I want there to be an offensive coordinator and not just the quarterback in charge of everything, actually, myself. I want there to be an offensive coordinator. I'd like it to be somebody, when it's two minutes left in a playoff game, that I like having be in that job, in that chair, that you can trust in that, uh, in that moment. And I think maybe Brady is that. I feel pretty good. I feel, mostly it's what he has been as a coach throughout his career. It's it's as much or more that for me than it is what happened in the last two months. You know, like, mm-hmm. I didn't like the Bills going so run-heavy. I thought it would eventually, you know, run into the wall, off the cliff, whatever you want. And you don't have to say that it did. Like, they had 
a chance Sunday night, one play, and they get it, and then they're two wins away from a championship, and you know. But I just didn't like how thin the margins were for the Bills all the way down the stretch. You can say it showed they had stamina. I would say it shows that they, they got a little bit lucky because they're barely beating teams like the Chargers, you know, because it's just so kind of conservative. Makes it more jarring to listen to McDermott today talking about always being throw to win. Like, who in, who in the world thinks of Sean McDermott as throw to win? They have not handled their off-seasons since they emerged as a contender like a team that believes that at all. So that, you know, hopefully the the actions in the spring will back up the words that we heard today but it felt like a departure and i i don't i'm not i don't think that's just selective memory i know and 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 there's there's nuance here because i i feel like maybe we have believed i would say this about myself that mcdermott maybe begrudgingly like fine we're going to throw it we're going to throw it like crazy this is this is going to work and then when it started to not work that's where the pullback happened and so at 500 this year we need to do something different and they did and they got a favorable result what we didn't hear today is we're you know we we discovered the secret sauce or something in the back half of this year because we won six games in a row you know before losing to Kansas City so they have to back up what they're talking about and you know introduce some new pieces for this offense to allow them to be a pass first team that can do that and win. And that all renders uh, to, like the press conferences today to be what they usually are, which is close to meaningless. Like what, what McDermott always does uh, every week after every season is talk about in different ways, how the bills need to be better at everything, including coaching, <laughs> right? Like he was asked about the defensive lines, coach better, play better. Like it's just meaningless. Of course, you're going to get that. It's the very, it's the absolute bare minimum of an answer for that. There's no specifics on who did what, what happened Sunday. Just never, he never, like I've said many times, he doesn't believe it's important, evidently, to tell fans, you know, what from anything from the inside. It's all just sort of boring, and you know, usually not always, but not anything you can really work with or learn from. And so, right, what'll matter is not. Because he's always going to say we need better everything every year. When they threw the ball all the time, we, you and I parsed whether the Bills were going to be more of a run team and how they talked about balance and all this because they needed to be better at that. And now here he is with explosive plays. Why? Well, maybe because he really thinks they need to build an offense that has more potential for expos- explosive plays or he simply knows they didn't have many. And so we need to be better at that because we weren't good at that. It just, it, it we don't, Discover that today. It doesn't. That's not decided today. It's just talked about today. What, when it'll be decided is like, I don't know, January of next year. When when does that actually get decided? <laughs> September, January. I never thought of McDermott as pass first guy. Everything he said, how the Bills played for three years, two years at least after he got here, spoke differently. And then suddenly, week one, they threw 17 passes in a row to start the season. Okay, now we're doing that. Great, finally. And also, they won like crazy. 803-0550, Getting Connected with Our Fans is brought to you by Northtown Kia, Western New York's number one Kia dealer. Shop online at northtownkia.com. Look for your calls again after a break. Sal at 4, Mike Schoep and the Bulldog, WGR. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.